You're watching Profile Pod TV with Double A. And always remember to take it easy. TV. Welcome back. I am your host, Double A, back for another fantastic episode of the pod. We have a great, great special guest here, man. One, one who's uh, very near and dear to my heart. He's, he's a, he's been a mentor for me, and he doesn't even know it. But uh, we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for tuning in wherever you're tuning in from. If you're tuning in on on YouTube, if you're watching, if you're tuning in on the audio platforms. Thank you so much. Right, we're right here on the Social Nostro Network, of course. And um, you know, I just wanted to uh, remind everybody to follow us on on, on Instagram, uh, leave us a rate review on uh, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. You know, subscribe to Profile Pod TV on YouTube. That's one way. If you want to show support, um, subscribe to the to the uh, to the channel. So. Um, let's get right into it, man. Let's get down to brass tacks, as they say. Like I said, uh, you can see we have my my guest here, who uh, is an authority, a voice, an expert in the area of social media monetization, social media growth, and scaling a business online. He is uh, his podcast is in uh, two, top two hundred in over fifty countries. He's got over sixty thousand followers over his three platforms i believe he has three he may have more but uh we'll get to all of that and he's here to share some of those tips and strategies we're here to get to know him a little bit better without further ado ladies and gentlemen the host of new age influencers podcast please welcome aaron Patton. how you doing aaron what's up man uh great to be here and uh, i like the double a thing that's that's me too aaron's double a so we got that going on i'm excited for uh for the talk today that's right, man. That's right. I didn't. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, man. How's it going down in San Diego today, man? It must be like harsh in the winter time right now. Man. <laughs> so harsh, so harsh here. It's between sixty-five and seventy-five almost every day. Uh, struggling out here, but um, not like Texas, right? So uh, I'm, I'm loving it. Been here for six years, loving every day of it. Oh wow. Okay, six years, and that's funny you say six years. I've been here in Simi Valley for six years and um yeah you know the weather's nice up here in ventura you know I can't, I can't complain but uh i think san diego is just one small notch above man you know so uh but yeah man thank you so much for taking the time it's an honor to have you here man like i said man you you've been my mentor you don't even know it i when i started taking this podcast stuff seriously about a year and a half ago your your podcast was one that i was listening to and, to, and i still do but uh, I was taking your tips, your strategies, man, and just running with it. And I just want to thank you for doing that, man, for be, for being that, um, you know, creator, content creator who's who's looking out for the people, who's being genuine and sincere and, and really just putting stuff out there that's really helping people, man. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, and that's, uh, I think that's an ode to the power of podcasting. As you know, uh, we're on a podcast right now. It's like you never really know who's listening. Um, unfortunately, the back-end statistics for who's interacting and listening for podcasts isn't great, but the power of it is that anyone can listen from around the world at any time. On-demand audio is huge, and it's just uh, it's just going to be a game-changer in the, into the next decade. So uh, you never know who you're affecting. Just continue to put out good quality content. You know, whether or not you have a podcast, uh, whatever you're doing online or trying to, just make sure it's something you care about and something you like doing and uh, that you, you know, put your best foot forward. 
Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's it, man. That's all you can do, man. So, man, you, you're the host of uh, New Age Influencers Podcast, and uh, you have a couple other platforms, New Age Mindsets and uh, your personal Aaron Patton. Um, tell us a little bit about what, what the New Age Influencers, your podcast is all about, man. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, again, yeah, it's called New Age Influencers. And uh, I really, the goal of it at the start was just to learn and talk to cool people online. You know, people that I see on Instagram or Twitter or anywhere out there in the world uh, doing something different, you know, not really the regular nine to five grind, which is, uh, there's no, no problems with that at all. But I wanted to learn from people who were kind of busting out of that shell and uh, living a little bit more freely. So I wanted to learn from them and create content at the same time. So podcasting was a perfect option to do that. I myself love the medium of podcasting, listen to a lot of podcasts. So uh, it made sense for me to start that over, you know, let's say like a YouTube channel or something like that. Um, and I just love the nature of podcasts where it's so it's so on demand and so passive. So people can be doing other things while they're consuming content. And I just really strikes a chord with me and, uh, you know, everyone who listens to it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. It really does. It really, I like the, I like your style, man. It's direct. There's no BS. It's just I'm gonna tell you this is the, these are the facts, and there's no, yeah, you know, there's no BS about it, man. And uh, but the, what about uh, I know you came out of uh, South Carolina. You went, and we'll get into your story a little bit, a little, la- a little later. University of South Carolina. You were in the corporate world for a little bit, sales. I mean, you decided to make that jump, man, into your into the entrepreneurial self employment realm and into this game uh what do you think what was it about social media that that kind of um that you gravitated why did you choose that field to kind of get into and and begin that journey that entrepreneurial journey for yourself yeah well um i I really just think that i recognized and you know i learned from other podcasts and listening to you know those such as gary v and lewis house etc you know just about the power of the internet and the scale ability of it because the old ways of entrepreneurship and building businesses while it still exists today you know more brick and mortar style you know dressing up in a suit connecting with people shaking hands well that still exists and that's very important still well not in corona times but uh, after we get out of corona right. um it's just not as scalable and so the internet allows you to clone yourself clone your voice clone your personality clone what you're doing online and affect more people all around the world. You know, it's a small, small world these days with the internet. And uh, I recognize that and I wanted to understand how people can position themselves to, you know, succeed in that realm, uh, doing whatever they do, you know, whether it's writing books or, you know, accounting or, you know, social media marketing, podcasting, uh, you know, crafts, arts and crafts, fishing, like, it was really intriguing to me about how people could build up uh, some type of business or product and, and make money by doing something that, you know, in the, in the past was just a, a hobby. And uh, a lot of people are kind of monetizing their passions and their hobbies these days. And it's not easy. Uh, if it was easy, everyone would do it. But uh, it's definitely possible um, if you stick with it and you're consistent. So that's that's kind of what drew me to the to the um, the Internet game, the online presence of different, you know, celebrities or influencers or entrepreneurs that, that, you know, how have they gone from A to B to C to D uh, for where they are right now? Because a lot of times in the podcast, you, you, you kind of, you 
a lot of them gloss over their beginnings and their origin stories. Whereas I really like to hone in on that to give it some relatability for listeners out there just getting started or maybe just in phase two or three, as opposed to phase 19. So that's, that's kind of what drew me to that style, this, this topic, this concept, and uh, I'm still loving it. I've taken a little more breaks as of late, um, but uh, focusing on some other things too, but uh, I'll never stop doing the podcast. So that's, that's a promise I've made to myself. No doubt, man. No, I, I heard you say somewhere in one of your episodes that you can literally just run a business without even getting out of bed. You know, it's, it's amazing, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. You can lay in bed and connect with people all over the world. And uh, yeah, it was never possible before for our, our parents' generations or some older generations. So it, it's, I think it'd be, it'd be it, to me, it's like kind of a slap in the face to the technology to not try to take advantage of it in some way. No, by no means do you have to like build a business or be an influencer. But, you know, if you're using the Internet to propel your life forward, I think that's the most important in whatever capacity that is, whether it's just maybe to get more leads or clients for your nine to five, which is fine. Or maybe it's just to connect with more family and friends that you may not have otherwise connected with in the past. Uh, it's just a really great tool, a really great tool and should be used for, you know, um, propelling someone's life and a positivity because there's so much negative out there, you know, negativity out there and so many people get sucked into social media, the negative vortex. And uh, it's just really, I'm trying to bring that message that people should use it to enhance their lives, not detract from it. Yeah, man, no doubt, no doubt. You, you, you mentioned the relatability piece there. Um, yeah, tell us about that a little bit, man. And, and more specifically, you talked about uh, the three Ps, right? What, uh, what are some some of those qualities, those three Ps, and, and we'll get into like, well, what are the qualities that one must possess to really, uh, I mean, going into the game, if you're going to go in, you got to be prepared, you got to do all these things, but those three Ps, man, talk about those three Ps yeah. uh, in, in order uh, to become successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, uh, and I appreciate you remembering that Um I think I did a solo episode on that. It's, I've, I've done so many now they, they jumble together sometimes. Uh, it's passion, <laughs> persistence, and patience. So those are the three Ps for uh, for success online, in my opinion, uh, based off the interviews I've done and research. It's like, you know, of course, there's many other traits and characteristics that help someone succeed. But I think those are the most important in my mind. Uh, passion is the first one. I think it really starts with and passion that gets that term gets mixed up sometimes. I think I like to say fun. You know, it's just more simple. It's more relatable, I think, to the common person. Whereas passion, it's like become this kind of foo foo word. Whereas it's just like have fun. Like if, if you're having fun, what you're doing, if you enjoy what you're doing, whether it's interviewing people, podcasting, um, putting out videos, or just like finding funny clips and reposting them, like whatever you're doing, uh, as long as you're having fun doing it you're never going to fail because you're just, you're doing it for fun. You're not expecting anything out of it. And if you consistently stick with it, which is the persistence, yeah. then it may turn into something, you know, it may not, but it just may. And uh, it might take someone way longer than someone else. Um, you know, just because different faculties, personality traits, uh, opportunities in the market. But uh, if you keep sticking with it, enjoying the process, like Gary Vee says, I think that's the most important um, and really just doing it because of an innate love for, for what you're doing. Um, but also it's a little bit hard to figure out. Sometimes some people think that they really like something, but then they find out they don't. And that's completely fine too. It's cool to shift your, your priorities. You know, 
what you like doing is a moving target, just like as we mature and as we age, you know, what I cared about 10 years ago is not the same as what I care about now. And that's completely okay to, to understand. But uh, as long as you're having fun doing it, being persistent with it, then the third one comes in patience. So like I said, it could take a long time before you see fruits of your labor. And that's why so little people, so, so few amount of people actually get to a, a place where they can, you know, fully support themselves or fully do this or that, you know, with their hobby or, you know, their online endeavor or their online business. Uh, but that's kind of what separates the, the cream from the crop, right? So that's, that's important. You just got to be patient, uh, keep making tweaks, keep getting feedback, keep engaging with your people uh, when it comes to online content and you never know what might happen. But if you're having fun doing it, enjoying the process, then you're not going to stop. And if you don't stop, then it's it's a much better position for you to actually get to where you want. Exactly, exactly. And it's it's so important, right, Aaron, to, I mean, as long as you're getting, as long as you have momentum, as long as you're doing something, as long as you're in the game, you know, it might not be perfect initially. It might not be, you know, polished uh, how you want to see it. But the point is, the 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 key point there is that you're, you're in there, you're, you're doing something, you're, you're, you're trying, right? Yeah. That's, that's all you can do. All we right. can do is try. Um, and a lot of people get stuck and they get, uh, in, in a statue form because they're comparing themselves to other people who have already had success in what they want to do. Um, and i there's a couple of things I would say for that one, you should be doing something that someone else has already done because that means that there's a market for it. If you're trying to do something completely new and different, it's going to be much harder for you to break through and have success with it, whether it's a product, a business, an online content strategy, et cetera. Uh, so if it hasn't been done before, that would be probably a more red flag. So be proud that you're doing something that someone else has already done. You know, they're not you, they're not going to do it in your personality and your style. So make sure that, that you can go forward with, with whatever that is for you. Like they say, don't don't try to reinvent the wheel, right? Exactly. <laughs> you, you know, uh, and, and Aaron, I wanted to get into some actual, you know, specific tips and strategies that you uh, applied in some of your your concepts and, and your all that good stuff. But um, I want to just real quick before we get into that, you've interviewed a, a lot of highly successful people that are uh, in the social media game. Um, you know, what are some commonalities that you've seen uh, with these people that? Um, they, you know, that are attributed to their success. And then we'll talk about their failures that you've seen too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's part of it. It is, um, I forgot whose, I forgot whose quote it was, but it's like, uh, success is really just going from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. Um, and I think that's really key and, and really a common trait between everyone I interview is that every single person I interviewed, you know, it's not like, they started doing something and had success the next week. You know, it takes a long, long time to be a quote unquote overnight success. So everyone that I've interviewed, at least probably at least 90% of them was grinding and grinding, putting their, you know, their hands to the pavement day in and day out, week in and week out. And they really, you know, before they made it, they never knew if they were going to make it. So that's, that's really how it works. You just have to continue putting out content. And uh, as long as you're grinding something that you're, you know, enjoying, then then it can it can work. But I would say that, and then also number two is the ability to learn from others and then get a couple of mentors, whether they're, you know, people that you meet through your inner circle, of family, friends, or whether you pay for coaching or consulting or, or buy a course or something like those knowledge shortcuts are huge because yes, 
everything, all the answers you can find, Google, YouTube, you know, that's not hidden. You can go out and find it, but, you know, packaging it and taking the right steps in the right order sometimes is very difficult to navigate. And if you can just pay, you know, three, four, five hundred dollars or more or less or whatever, and just get the answers fed to you directly from someone who's been there and done that and in the position where you want to go, that's just totally worth it. And, and a lot of people online, um, or I say a lot of people in the world generally sometimes have a negative um, look towards people who sell online because they think that everyone's just scamming everyone. And while that, of course, that exists, I mean, the internet is the wild west sometimes, of course, scammers exist. Uh, that's why you got to, you got to find people that have proven they know what they're talking about, that they're credible, that have done the thing that you want to do. And kind of, you know, just you could slide in their DMs, buy their stuff, get around them, their minds, get around their network. I think those two are key. So just continuing to tweak and make shifts and uh, going, you know, being able to fail and having that that mindset and then learning from people who have been there and done that. It's your family and friends while they're the people that love you. You know, they're, they may not be the people that you want to get advice from unless they're doing exactly what you want to do. So, you know, sometimes that's a rare occurrence, but, uh, yeah, yeah I, I would, uh, those are the two things I would say, top two things. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. What, uh, and, and just so the, the audience knows, I mean, you, you've interviewed some great, great guests, man. The pillow guy, I mean, uh, some that come to mind, Charlie, Charlie Rocket, Charlie yeah. Jablay. Yeah. Uh, that was, yeah, man. Those are so inspirational. So amazing. Jay Laurent, you know, uh, Ernie G, I'm not Ernie G, um, was it Daniel G, a uh, sales, yeah, sales yeah. guru? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Super, yeah. super awesome. I, I mean, just phenomenal episodes, man. And uh, what? tell us a little bit about the, um, the I don't I don't give a fuck muscle that you talked about, man. <laughs> if you could. Yeah, that was a quote I got from uh, Jason Capital, who's a, uh, he's, he's a wild guy. He started out uh, doing like dating help and then he got into Instagram marketing and different business, but he does a lot of different things. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's just, it's just the building up of that muscle. Uh, it's 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 like reps. It's like the gym. You know, if you continue to to do reps, you're going to get stronger over time and build it up over time. A lot of people are very hesitant to put themselves out there on social media or post this or post that. Uh, but as you continue doing it and continue releasing content, uh, whatever it is you like doing, uh, you're going to build up those you know, that not give a fuck muscle as far as, you know, not caring as much about what your friends or families might think about you doing something or trying something, not caring and not putting as much weight behind their opinions. And then also not get putting any weight behind random people's opinions who don't know you at all, who just see, you know, maybe one picture or video you posted and uh, make a flyby judgment of you. Um, it's, it's very hard to do because humans like to be liked and, yeah. uh, it's hard to understand that not everyone's going to like you no matter who you are. So it's, it's, it's very tough sometimes uh, for everyone. Everyone gets it. You know, everyone gets hate, whether you're a celebrity or, you know, just a local guy at a garage, everyone's going to get hate once in a while. And uh, there are going to be times when you're going to respond to it negatively. And then you're going to look at as you like, go and grow and mature, there's going to be times where you're like, I shouldn't have responded like that. I should have just brushed it off, moved on or responded with positivity uh, a lot of times people who are throwing shade, you know, your way or, or whatever is like, you know, they're, they're not happy with where they are and uh, they're projecting that onto you. So you have to understand that uh, I didn't really mean for this to be an answer about haters, but uh, anyway, it's just like, you know, that the not give a fuck muscle. You just got to keep doing you 
putting your best foot out there. And if that's all you're doing and uh, it's true to you know what you're about, then, you know, let the chips fall where they may. And uh, who, who knows what might happen. But uh, it's hard for a lot of people because they they hold the opinions of others so high uh, because there are just so many opinions out there. But if you can let go of that um, and you can, yeah. you know, work it out yourself and build that muscle up over time, <laughs> you'll be in a better position to succeed. Yeah, no, it's almost, it's almost like if you're, I mean, if you're not doing something right, you know, uh, I mean, the haters or whatever you want to naysayers, whatever critics, whatever you want to call them, um, you know, it's it, it's it's almost as if if you're not doing something right, then you're not going to have any haters. If you're doing something right, you're going to have those naysayers, you're going to have those critics, right? It's almost it's almost yeah, it comes with the territory, man. Yeah, if you don't have haters, most likely you're not doing enough or doing much at all and uh, and not everyone needs to be like out there and content posting content and being on social media all the time but like you know if you're just going through life you're never stating your opinion you're never you're never getting in the getting into it with someone or whatever like you know are you really living or are you just letting it kind of pass you by so i think that's uh important to to be that person to to have a point of view and you know, sometimes be polarizing, turn some people on, turn some people off, like whatever it may be. It's like, you know, this is me. This is what I'm about. So having haters is, uh, it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Oh yeah. No, no, no doubt, man. No doubt. I, um, you know, talk about a little bit, uh, you, you um, where, oops, where am I here? The, the, the process of the, the audio DM and how, the power of the audio DM, man. And let me tell you, man, I, I took that and ran with it early on when I, like I, like I said, when I was first initially listening to your podcast. And uh, there was one episode in particular where you talked about the audio DM. And I, I can't, it works like a charm, man. I tell you what, man. And, then, and sometimes I'll leave an audio DM on an Instagram. We're talking Instagram here, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously. Uh, and someone will say, wow, I didn't even know that feature. I could do that on, 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 on the DM. I was like, yeah, you can also leave video if you like, but, yeah. but you know, that personal touch, man, that, that audio, that voice inflection, that, that, that uh, I think is so powerful. Um, tell us a little bit about that, man. How did you discover um, the audio DM, the power of the audio DM and just yeah, talk, talk about that a little bit, man. Yeah. So at the beginning of the podcast, right. I, uh, I was trying to get some people on just initially some initial interviews to, get the momentum going, get the ball rolling. And I was sending a bunch of text DMs, you know, kind of copying and pasting, which, you know, it's not, not something that is the most effective, but I, I was really just trying to hit as many people as possible. Just trying to get a few, a few bites here and there. Um, and I found that there was an option for sending a voice note. And I'm like, well, I, I am going to be starting this podcast. Let's warm up these vocals, right? So I just started sending audio DMs to people instead of the text. And just the natural, the natural cadence of an audio DM, it can't be the same every time because you're, it's just like, you know, fly by off the cuff. Like you're not going to be saying the same thing every time. So I literally would just, just talk, uh, just, you know, not in an annoying way, but just like trying to relay what the concept of the podcast was, what the value might be for them in the future, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I got much more, you know, many more responses from that, even without having any kind of any type of reputation or previous interviews done, you know, people were more responsive to it. So I was like, there's something to this. Cause if I can get these, some of these big guys to respond to me with no following and no proof that I know what I'm doing, then it'll be much better and easier to get them 
after I've had a couple interviews in the can. So um, that's what I did. I, I started sending audio DMs and that's how I procure probably 95% of my guests is through audio DMs through Instagram. Now you can do, I believe you can do audio DMs on LinkedIn now too. And uh, I think Twitter, they may be rolling it out since they they are rolling out a couple new things with Twitter, but I just don't like Twitter as much as a platform. I think it's more negative. So I use, I use Instagram. I stick to that. Um, and, and if you're doing maybe a business podcast or you have a business concept or product that you're launching or whatever, or just you're in sales or whatever you're doing, like audio DMs is a great way to connect. You know, it doesn't have to be to find podcast guests, but I've just found that that tool has really played a huge pivotal role in uh, building up my show and my presence. No doubt, man. No doubt. And you know what? I think the, 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 the key component in leaving an audio DM is human beings are curious, right? By nature. I mean, I think I think it's uh, who's not going to want to listen to an audio DM when they see it come through? Like, oh, someone left me a, a voice message. I think 100% of human, a human being, I mean, it's got to be a, it's, yeah, man, it's so, so effective. And it's, you're going to be yeah. curious. I know I am. Oh, someone left me a DM, a, a voice message. I, I want to listen to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, it comes into play. The curiosity factor is huge. Yeah, especially if you're if you're someone who has a lot of attention and you know you you have a big following, you're getting tons of message requests all the time. You know because you you don't follow them, so they go into your message request section in Instagram, and uh, it'll just say sent a voice message. So if there's 500 DMs in there, and maybe you know 10 or 15 of them say sent voice messages. You know, most of the time, you know, whether it's that person or their assistant, most of the time it's going to get listened to because yeah. people want to understand what, you know, what was so important or so pressing that they had to send a voice message or, you know, what is this person about? I, I see them taking a little bit of a, a leap of faith or, or whatever. So going that extra mile is huge. And, and not only that, if you, if you send an audio DM and you relate it back to, you know, that person's content or something that proves that you took some time to follow their stuff or engage with their posts or whatever, like that'll just propel it even higher. So, you know, sending uh, customized audio DMs, shit, man, that's the sauce right there. Yeah, man. No, thank you for bringing that up because yeah, you go through their, someone's page and yeah, hey man, I really like that picture of the you know the chocolate cake, or you know I really enjoyed your your post on uh, what you said about the President Trump or blah, whatever, whatever the case may be. The point, the key is there. You're, like you said, you took the time to uh, look to to appreciate their content, man, and that that goes a long way, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's what you did. So I want to give you a shout out for, for that. Uh, sending, <laughs> sending a message like that. Uh, Use the exact tactic that I talked about. So not only did it get my attention, but, you know, it, it proved to me that you actually consumed my content. And then, it, you know, I, I was more than happy to do it because I, I get a lot, I got a lot of podcast requests um, as of late too to be on the show <clears throat> on the shows. But I probably only accept about, you know, 20 percent of them. So. I'm happy that you did that, and uh, I appreciate Thanks, that you've been listening. So that's that's why we're here today. I love it. Oh, Aaron, man, I got this mentor, man. I'll put you in touch with him, man. He's he's, he's awesome. He's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so going back to uh, what we were saying about the, uh, would you say initially early on in, in, in the podcast game for yourself, booking a lot of your guests, uh, the audio message, the audio DM was 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 critical for you for you and you didn't even have a maybe at that point in time you didn't have such a, a large following as you do now yeah I didn't have 
hardly any following. Um, it was wow. just, uh, so I, <clears throat> what I did with the podcast account is I just, I had the cover art made, which is, um, so if you're a podcaster listening to this, uh, you know, the three most important keys for podcasts is, you know, the cover art, the reviews, and then the actual content. I mean, the content's the most important, but mm. the cover art and the reviews are the only front facing public facing items in a podcast. It's not like a YouTube yeah. where people see like the views or see the, you know, comments or anything like that. So that's, that's really all people have to go off of as a, um, you know, if they first get turned on to your show, you know, whether they're going to listen to, you know, five minutes of your show is because of the cover art, the reviews and the concept, you know, the description of your, your podcast and the profile. So if those things aren't on point then you're probably not even going to get an at bat. And so when you do get an at bat, that's when it's up to your content to, to hook people in and attract them. So, but you really don't even get the chance to put your content in front of their, in their ears, unless your other things are taken care of. So I would say that it's important to spend a little, maybe spend a little bit of money to get a professional cover art done because that's what people see. And that's what they're going to see for a long time. And, uh, you know, I like to make mine clear, bold, concise, um, you know, a lot of people say to put their face in the cover art. I didn't really want to do that as much because I didn't really want it to make it about me. I wanted to make it more about the guests and the listeners, um, as opposed to just like the Aaron show, like, you know, who am I? I'm no one right now. So like, you know, unless you already have a personal brand or celebrity status, I, I really don't think it makes sense to put your name as much into the podcast. Um, but you certainly can. Um, and, uh, it, it, everyone's got different styles, but the thing is like, I just got the concept art. I put the first pro post out there with the cover and I explained what the show was going to be sort of kind of, and then I sent messages from that account and saying, Hey, do you want to be part of this thing? I plan on sticking with it for a while. I plan on making it as good as I can and, and it may pay off for you, uh, down the road. There you go. There you go. I mean, you have a gentleman like. Aaron Patton, I mean, we all start somewhere, man. We all start somewhere. And, we all start somewhere. You know, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't happen overnight, man. Aaron, tell me about daily advice for men, man. That, that, I mean, let's take it back a little bit. Just take yeah. it back a little bit and how that's, you started off with that. That was your initial, you know, um, you know, podcast, I think it was. Was it a podcast? Nope. It, it, was, was, a, it was just an Instagram account. So, uh, okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's really cool uh that, that you know that and uh it's it was this first it was this concept because i was trying to figure out what i wanted to do online you know i was just in my pot and in, in my cubicle uh not working and trying to figure out what i could do to get out of not working at the cubicle so um i uh i was listening to different yeah podcasts and just trying to get ideas and I while was, you were in, still in the corporate world right so while i was still in the corporate world gotcha, so gotcha. just okay. trying to i was just trying to figure it out just trying to do something and so I just started a little blog called Daily Advice for Men. I thought it might be useful since I was a younger guy. I wanted to maybe, uh, you know, provide some advice for other guys out there. And uh, I started writing little blurbs about dating, fitness, mindset, health, etc. Uh, I quickly found out that it wasn't gaining as much traction as I would want, just because it was too broad, uh, and and people didn't really resonate with everything I was talking about. And I didn't even know. You know, sometimes I would just sometimes I would just go on research things and then repost what I just learned. So it's not like I was an expert or anything, which you don't have to be an expert to post content. But in the beginning, I thought you had to be an expert. So anyway, I uh, <laughs> I was just posting different things. I had the Instagram account with daily advice for men. I got a little logo made on Fiverr 
And uh, to capture people's attention on Instagram, I was like, what gets the most likes on Instagram? And it was pictures of hot women. So all I did was like grab photos of models, throw it on my account, and then like wrote a caption, um, helping people about the tip of the day or whatever that was. I quickly found out there that uh, I was building a following of people that really didn't care about the caption or the content. They just liked the pictures of the women. So I had to switch that concept of that account. And so it's gone through a couple iterations over time, this Instagram account, but right now it's called new age mindsets. And that was originally daily advice for men. Uh, gotcha. and, and that itself has changed too. that. I, I went to, I went to just mindset and dating. Then I said, just mindset. This is, you know, the content strategy. And uh, I started posting quotes and then I started posting videos and then I got bored with that. So I was like, I, what am I, it's like, and then TikTok came around. I was like, oh man, this shit is funny. Like, how can I incorporate this in my account? So I started posting funny videos and, you know, doing like wacky messages related to some semblance of the video. And then that's, that's kind of what it is now. Um, and, and that's really just a fun account. I mean, I just have fun doing it. I, I post things that I laugh at. Um, it's got that's the a most, big account. it's got the most traction there. Yeah, for sure. But I like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not putting as much effort into it these days, but it's really just, it's just something that I enjoy posting and uh, that I have fun doing. And uh, I just link it back to the podcast. So then the profile of the account, uh, New Age Mindsets, there's a you know link to the podcast. So if I, you know, by chance have a video go viral, then, you know, that's a bunch of eyeballs onto my podcast and some, it may resonate with some people may not, but the whole point of that account is to have fun, but also get something a little more than just a meme account and then not be, just a boring old motivation account, kind of a hybrid of both. Yeah, it's a, it's a I think it's got over like 50,000 followers, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to my man, Aaron Patton, host of the New Age Influencers Podcast. Aaron, I got it. I got, man, when are you going to release that performance that you did, that rap you did in, in, in front of the board of directors when you were working uh, for that company, man? <laughs> that's funny um can you, yes. can you perform the rap right now for us <laughs> i cannot but that is that's a funny question i back in college one of my buddies used to uh, used to try to become well not become but like he took rapping seriously and so he was starting to rap um and writing songs and then i started rapping to make fun of him rapping and like kind of about our friend group so like i got probably 10 or 12 songs from back in the college days that i definitely would Probably not released to the public because of the language and the content, but uh, that that kind of built the foundation. And then I, yeah, I, I used the rap to uh, rap for my my company for one of their all hands meetings, which was well received. Uh, I've done a couple other raps here and there too. Uh, one about poker, some about some volleyball. That's just kind of a fun thing on the side. Yeah, yeah. You were telling that story, man, on the, one of your episodes, man. I was dying, man. I was like, I got, he's got to release that, you know, in, sometime yeah. man, in the future. But I, I need to, I mean, think I need to start getting into more stories again. Uh, I started doing that and then I got away from it uh, to just be more business oriented. But uh, that's what people connect with. People connect with stories. So um, yeah. it's, uh, you know, but they, they also want to come for, to get educated too or inspired. So I'll just wrap it up with saying like, you know, for your content, it should be either educational, inspiring, relatable, um, or just entertaining in some form or fashion, or a hybrid of all of those. And if you can do that, that's uh, you've got it going on. So I call it edutainment. That's this the the, uh, the vocabulary word I use is education and entertainment. Um, but I I should tell more stories. But sometimes I felt like you know if I'm telling all these stories about me, you know they're gonna 
just turn turn away from the actual content. Uh, but it's kind of a delicate dance, but uh, that we all learn as podcasters. But I think having a good mix is is nice. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And which which leads me into my next point. You mentioned. Uh, you know, the content, man, the content itself, you know, you have to think about the audience, right? You have to empathize what's, and you talk about it a lot, man, what's in it for the audience? What are they getting out of your content? What is, you know, are you giving them a tip? Are you giving them a strategy? Are you telling them about uh, a, a restaurant to go eat? Whatever the case is, that's such a key component, man, that I, I really took that to heart, man, when I heard, when I first heard, when I heard it on one of your, uh, episodes man tell us a little bit about that man how that how important that is yeah w-i-i-f-t what's in it for them um mm -hmm. it's just important to post content for other people um valuable content for other people because social media is definitely like you know it's 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 all about you right because you're posting about your life and yourself but if you can use that as a tool um to help other people then that's where the spark flies that's where that's how people grow is that, you know, cause everyone, you know, humans are very um, self-centered, you know, whether or not you're yeah. giving, like, whether or not you're a giving person or not, like you need to take care of yourself first. Most of the time, like you're not going to truly be able to help other people until you're good with yourself. Um, so it's, it's, we relate everything back to ourselves, our situations, our experiences, our events, our relationships, so if you can see someone else having some type of experience or doing something and, and they relate it back to you in a profound way, and that kind of speaks to you and kind of pulls on your heartstrings a little bit more than some other people out there in the space, you, you probably follow them and pay attention more to what they have to say, especially if they're more relatable. That's um, easier to, uh, you know, get more relatable people kind of around your circle of influence, whether it's through you know, their, their job, their profession or podcasting, or whether there's just them as their personalities. Uh, but yeah, it's personal branding. It's such a hot word and hot topic these days, Yeah, but personal branding, I, I forgot who I got it from, but the, the best summation of personal branding is like exploiting your own characteristics, your own knowledge, your own skill sets in service of others. So it's like you are putting out content or learning or experiencing and then through your lens, but it's affecting other people. So whenever I post, whenever I, I, I try to keep that in mind, um, I don't do it as much on the personal account anymore. That's more for fun, but like on the podcast account, uh, some of the other accounts, it's like, what are they going to get out of it? Are they going to smile? Are they going to learn? Are they going to laugh, be entertained, get educated in some way, shape yep. or form? Um, and it's not going to be for everyone, but for the people that it is for, you know, it'll create a stronger bond. No doubt, man. No doubt. And, then, and you mentioned that relatability word in there again. Uh, and which leads me to my next point, man, which, you know, you know, like you said, humans are, are we're self-centered naturally by nature, you know, um, but if you can master the, uh, the addiction that will make you millions, right? And I heard that episode, man, that is another thing that just, it just spoke to my heart. Talk about that, man. What's the addiction that will make you millions? Yeah, yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong, because again, I've done a lot of these episodes. <laughs> uh, so the, I'm pretty sure the addiction that I was alluding to that'll make you millions is like when someone reaches out to you and says something about how your content affected them in some form or fashion. Uh, so, yep. you know, when you get that, of course, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel like what you're doing is worthwhile, that you're 
you know, actually having some sort of impact on other people's lives. And then, you know, making, making money and building up status is really just repeating that multiple times. It's just about giving value and, and getting those types of responses back. And when you replicate that and scale that, that's when you'll get everything you want. So that's the Zig Ziglar quote, you know, give someone, give everyone else everything they want. You'll get everything you want. You know, that's not exactly how it goes, but that's just paraphrase. Um, But uh, yeah, it's, it's so true. And it's a lot of times people don't understand that, especially if they haven't taken the time to educate themselves or listen to podcasts or be around people that have had success, you know, they think it's all about them, you know, how cool they can, they look, how, how, how much can they build themselves up? You know, how many Lambos can they pretend to own? Like, it's just, that's just not the case. That's just not how it goes. Like in the very beginning stages of social media, when no one knew what the hell was going on. Yeah. You can get away with that stuff, build up a pretty good following, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there's really only a couple people out there who uh, are actually doing it right by promoting a big time lifestyle. Um, but that's really just not how to win these days. And it's, it's really hard to win like that. So you've, you've got to be providing valuable content so that people do, do resonate with it and send you those messages. Cause it's just the fuel on the fire for you to keep producing, keep creating. Uh, and that's what keeps you going aside from you just having a good time with it. Exactly. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, to give someone a compliment, you know, like them, repost, you know, share, uh, comment on their on their you know the video they posted you know just helping people in, in, in any way shape or form but um, but yeah I think that's that's huge and not expecting anything in return right that that's another thing that that's important I think uh, just helping people from from the bottom of your, just out of genuine and sincerity right I think that's that's key there man yeah uh, you know. So, um, Aaron, I want to like kind of post a present a scenario to you, man. Um, so, you know, someone, let's say a young person or whoever wants to approaches you, say, Aaron, I want to start a social media. Uh, you know, I want to I want to scale a business, uh, whatever the, whatever it is. What uh, what what advice are you giving them? And you know, what uh, social media platform should they start? How should they start, man? You give us the, 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 you know, in a nutshell, what, what you would tell them. Yeah. So, um, well, of course, the answer will shift and depend on you know what the what they're trying to do, what the product is, what the market is, etc. But I would just say in general, whether you're starting a product-based business, service-based business, to, you know, a content-based business, whatever it is, I think say the first and most important thing is to figure out who your stuff is for. You know, who is going to be your client, who is going to buy your stuff or who is going to listen to your thing or who's going to consume your videos? Like, who is it for? And then work backwards. So most of the time, who you're trying to if you're if you're being honest with yourself and you're having you're going to be having fun with this. Most of the time, the person, your target customer is going to be someone exactly like you. So uh, as long as you can kind of compartmentalize that and lay it out on paper. Like, you know, my, what I'm going to be creating content for this type of person. Her name's Sally. She's a mother of three. Uh, she doesn't have much time, but she wants to get shape. That could be a person that mm. you speak to. So it's not going to be for the young 20 something girl that's in college, that's drinking all the time, partying, has all the time in the world. That's your stuff might not be for her, but maybe your stuff is for the mother who's juggling a family and doesn't have much time. 
So you, you create content or you create a product that speaks to that person and you just continue pressing it and you continue pressing it. And that's, that's who you create for. So for example, my podcast is called new age influencers. It's for people that want to use the internet to enhance their lives in some, in some way. Um, and that's, a, and people can argue that that's a little bit more broad, but I didn't want to talk about like fitness all the time and one category. I wanted to do a little bit more broad, but have a common theme. Um, so that's why I talk, you know, the new age influencers, I tell their stories. I tell about how they're building an online based business or brand, but I also do a lot of podcaster specific content, or I will be in the future here shortly uh, mm -hmm. for podcasters. So it's just kind of a dynamic that you got to figure out, but really starting with the end in mind, who is your show for? And for me, I wanted to create a kind of a, a fun, cooler type of podcast because there's plenty of business podcasts out there that are just boring shit. And uh, I just didn't resonate with any of those podcasts with, with some of those old gurus where they're, while they're knowledgeable, I just didn't want to create the same type of show. I wanted to create more of a kind of spunky, fun show with, with interesting guests from all walks of life uh, that would speak more to Gen Z millennials. Now, of course, you don't have to have an audience built up of your target customer. Anyone who resonates with the message is fine to be in your audience, but like you should start with like, who is your stuff for, you know? So my, mine was more geared towards younger generations or people that think younger people with younger mindsets, because you can be, you know, 62 and you could be younger than an 18 year old who's already married and thinks that their life's over because like they have a relationship. Like it just depends on, it yeah. really is speaking to the psychographic as well as the demographic for my show. <clears throat> so it's just, you know, I, I want to speak to younger, younger or younger minded people. And uh, yeah, that's, that's what I would say. Start with the, the end target customer in mind, because it's all about the customer. It's all about the client. It's all about the experience that you offer them. It's not so much about the product. You know, a lot of times people make businesses without even creating a product first, you know, like they sell something and then they create it after the fact, they just make sure that there's the a demand for it first, which is a smarter way to go about it because a lot of people spend all their time in product development, you know, whether, again, whether this is physical or digital and they try to sell something and then they get crickets and because they didn't do any market research and no one wanted it. And then they get all disheveled and un, you know, unmotivated because their idea that there was going to make the millions of dollars didn't work, but that's just because they were focusing on what they were getting out of it and not what they were providing to others. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt, man. So yeah, there you go, man. Identifying the, you know, what do you, who are you trying to sell to, right? Who, who's your audience? Who's your demographic? Uh, psychographic, I like that word you mentioned. Um, how long, just out of curiosity, how long um, have you had new agents influence answers? Since the end of 2018. Okay. So just, yeah, a little over two years now? Yeah, about two and a half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. And uh, what, what's been your biggest uh, failure, man, your biggest challenge? in the whole product throughout the whole journey. yeah i think um i think it's uh sometimes especially with podcasting uh you can get a little disheartened because podcasting itself is you know not a medium that is as widely accepted as like a youtube or you know instagram it's harder to get a listener it's harder to get a download it's kind of a measurable statistic 
um, because it's it's uh, just not as well known. I mean, it's definitely gaining steam. Audio is gaining a rapid, rapid exception um, mm-hmm. across the board. You see that with a new apps like Clubhouse. You see that with Spotify making moves. I just saw Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen are going to be launching a podcast on Spotify as an exclusive show. Uh, so like it's, you know, it's a mainstream thing now. Um, but I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make is getting caught up in the numbers. And I myself have spent countless hours caught up in the numbers and, you know, wasting time and, and still to this day, looking at numbers like followers or like counts or like likes or something like that. And even delete content because it doesn't get enough interaction at certain times. Um, and it's hard it's hard to mentally accept certain things because we've been programmed by social media to really, you know, equate, you know, that attention and those likes with importance, but it's really just, it, you got to bust through that and just put out your best foot forward, put out your content. Uh, especially if you're trying in the beginning, because if you're starting something like if you, if you've always been like the fun party girl, and then you start talking about cooking, like, and you've built up a following because of you've been at the clubs popping bottles with like, you know, on yachts and stuff like that. And then you start talking about cooking recipes because that's the other thing. And that's a big part of your life that you really like doing. And that's, you know, kind of what you want to be known for because looks, looks fade, you know, physical traits aren't forever, but mental traits and skills are. So like you want to start doing that, but then you don't get nearly as many likes as your bikini picture. Like it's disheartening for so many girls, especially in Southern California. And so like, and no, I just take that specific example because that's the one right. a lot here in San Diego. Um, and, and people get disheartened. You know, they post their avocado toast and they get 20 likes instead of 2,000. And so they're like, well, that people don't like that at all. But, you know, you got to break through that. You know, over time, you'll build up a, an audience and following based around that and not just your physical appearance. So that's just one example of how uh, hard it is sometimes to really push forward and do what you want to do and, uh, put yourself out there. But, uh, no matter who you are, no matter what your attributes are, no matter, you know, what your family situation or where you're from, uh, you're going to have some hurdles like that mentally and outwardly where you're seeking that outside validation. That's why you got to just kind of build up that, not give a fuck muscle, man, come back to it and, and keep putting out the stuff and doing what's in your, in your heart. And uh, if you keep doing that, then eventually you'll attract the right people. But uh, it's a slow roll in the beginning and people need to understand that. And a lot don't. No doubt, man. No, you got you to gotta apply the three P's, man. No. Three P's, yeah. Right, right. And we're, just before we go, uh, we're coming up on time, Aaron. I wanted to ask, get your, uh, pick your brain a little bit on uh, social media in general and uh, which one, like, you know, for, as far as Instagram, Twitter, uh, maybe Snapchat, TikTok, do you foresee any one of those maybe in the next uh, five years phasing away or any, any of those? Yeah. Um, we'll just run through them all right now. Uh, so Facebook is the OG, right? But uh, people don't really spend time on Facebook unless you're you know, above 60. I mean, that's <laughs> in gen, in gen, like on the organic natural feed it's for old people. Six, right? The 65 plus crap. It's got that, got that shit down right now. And that, kudos to them. You know, they're, they're hopping on Facebook, you know, 15 years later. That's fine. Um, <laughs> That's but Facebook is a great tool for targeted advertising and groups. So it's creating communities and targeting specific types of people. You can go and you can target uh, dentists in the San Diego area 
and you can create ads. If you have a service that's certain, you know, uh, maybe a social media marketing company for dentists, you can go and you can put your videos in front of dentists in San Diego. That's just the most powerful tool of all time. So Facebook for that, and then Facebook groups, uh, Twitter. So Twitter, I, I honestly, my personal opinion is that I don't like Twitter just because of all the negativity out there. I think that had a lot to do with Trump and the division. Um, that he created, but I, I'm just saying that like Twitter itself is not a place where I spend a lot of time, but it is a really great way to just do short form thoughts. And it's a lot of, you know, a lot of yeah. relatability there. Um, so it does have an, it is an option and uh, you can build a sustainable platform or, or following on there. And that's kind of an, another OG. Um, Instagram is, is the hub of the wheel of social media. <clears throat> it, it has been for a while now and it continues to be, although it is losing a little bit of traction with the you know rise of TikTok and the rise of organic range on LinkedIn and, and with the new one Clubhouse now. But mm. um, but Instagram is still the the Mac Daddy. It's the one that's the easiest to connect with people. It's the one where you can see the most content. Uh, it's the one where I would spend I spend personally my time on the most. And uh, it's the one that I've built up my following on the most. And so I would say that for anyone looking to build up content on a platform, it, just use the content, just use the platform that you personally use the most, because that's the one you're going to want to spend the most time on. So that's what I would say there. Uh, YouTube is, uh, you know, YouTube is of course a social media platform, but it's more like a search engine. So I don't, I categorize it a little bit separately than some of the other ones, just because it's, yeah. it's search based. Uh, and it's, it's a, it's obviously amazing. You can find anything you want on there. Um, and they actually are coming out. They have tube shorts that are releasing. I think it's gaining wider appeal. It's kind of like a TikTok competitor. Um, they have some oh. other different features coming on. But uh, the, the new cool kids on the block are LinkedIn and Clubhouse. Yeah. LinkedIn is a new cool kid only because its organic reach is high and only because it used to be just a, a boring business tool, but now it's morphed into a, a content tool. So that's why it's new. It's not necessarily new, but it's a new yeah. kind of strategy for them. Uh, and then Clubhouse is, in my opinion, Clubhouse is it, the next one. It's I've been spending, in the past month, I've spent way more time on Clubhouse than <laughs> the platform. Uh, not only for podcasters, because it's audio-based, but it's just, you get so much good damn information up there. I can be a listener, I can be a participant, but whenever the conversation is happening on there, you can be a part of it and that's powerful. And it's it's much less toxic. Uh, it's much more real and genuine connection. And uh, it's just really, really uh, an amazing thing. And I think it's gonna grow rapidly. So for those of you that don't know Clubhouse, it's just, you can, it's like live events constantly, 24 seven live events that you could pop in and out with no payment or, you know, no, uh, nothing that you have to put down or anything like that. You can just pop in and out. Now that may change. They may start monetizing some rooms in some fashion, mm -hmm. uh, pretty soon, but clubhouse right now is, is really cool for organic reach and connecting with people. Um, and then, yeah, TikTok is, 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 it is, is fun as hell for, for the, <laughs> for everyone these days, just because uh -huh. the algorithm is so charged and like, you can be a no name create a really cool video and it becomes someone. And that, that option, that possibility is what draws people to TikTok. And uh, it's just not possible with Instagram. You can't, you can't have five followers on Instagram, post one video and blow up. Whereas on TikTok, you can have 
you can have one or two videos blow up and then get a hundred thousand followers from one video, which is wild. Yeah. Uh, so it's, they're all, they're all great in their own way. Um, but again, I would say use the one that you personally consume the most and that's the one you're going to want to spend the most time on. Uh, but the new, the new ones, again, LinkedIn, TikTok, Clubhouse with my gold star going to Clubhouse. So, and uh, where that fits in with podcasting is podcasting is an evergreen, um, you know, evergreen content medium. So it's never going to die. It's always going to be there. So that's why I say podcasting is, is the most valuable because you kind of own your stuff there. Uh, whereas all the other social media platforms, you're kind of borrowing the land of the attention. Uh, they could change an algorithm or do something different. And then, you know, all your attention might go away. Whereas podcasting, you always own it. So podcasting and YouTube channels are the, the platforms where, you know, you can get found forever, evergreen search-based uh, platforms that are always improving. So I always say have a YouTuber podcast and then copy it with one of those other social platforms for your main strategy and uh, focus and go all in on those two. Yeah, which is exactly what I do, man. And um, wait, do, you, do you foresee any of those uh, phasing away in the, in the future, Aaron? I, I don't see any of those phasing away, to be honest. Um, I think those are the main players in the game. They're going to continue to be, uh, unless the government steps in and, and does something really wacky with one of them or some of them, uh, I think they're going to be here for the long haul just because they're widely accepted, they're widely used, and uh, there's always going to be new pop-ups. You know, Clubhouse was kind of a something I didn't see. I didn't really – well, I saw audio pop, you know, coming – but I didn't see Clubhouse specifically being something that I was so attracted to. Um, and now there's going to be some competitors of Clubhouse on Twitter called Twitter Spaces and also Facebook is rolling out a, a product to compete with, with Clubhouse as well. But uh, audio is, is cool. I think the next big one is just going to be uh, an AI-driven social media network where we all have little invisible avatars or something. You can go sit and have lunch with your friends on a beach in Australia without actually being there. Um, oh, so if you were to stay in our houses even more, well, hopefully, hopefully not as much as Corona days, but uh, right. that's where the world's going. It's, uh, it's just, it's going to continue. It's not going to stop. So position yourself on the internet in the digital economy and positioning yourself in the future to win is key. And even if you're not seeing fruits of your labor and success right now, and if you've been putting out content, if you keep doing it, you're going to be, miles ahead of people who just start, you know, five years down the road. So keep going. There it is, man. There it is. Aaron, last question, man. Uh, who, who are three individuals uh, that you would like to sit down and have dinner with, man? Um, this is actually a little sad because I was a little devastated about Tiger yesterday. So Tiger has always been one of my, my models and uh, people that I look like living legends, right? It's like Kobe. Uh, yeah. As a kid, you know, I was I played basketball and I played golf. Those were my main sports in high school. So like, you know, Kobe, Michael, and then Tiger, like they're like they're it for me. Um, as far as you know, sports icons. So I was really upset when uh, heard that Tiger got in that crash. Uh, if anyone that can come back, it's Tiger. But uh, yeah, I would want to sit down with with Tiger first and foremost. Um, not only to just you know talk, you shoot the shit about whatever golf and his career, but just his mindset. Uh, he's so strong mentally. And of course he's human, he's made plenty of mistakes. Sure. But, uh, you know, he's always yeah. coming back. Uh, Tyler would be my number one. Uh, 
number two, number two would probably be someone similar in a similar field here. Uh, so I will say maybe Lewis or Gary, probably Gary. Uh, I just talk about Gary all the time, just because everything <laughs> he says, like it's the same shit all the time, but it's just, it got always motivating. It's always the same, but I just love it. It's like familiar now. It's like, I know what he's going to say before he says it. Um, so I don't consume nearly as much of him anymore just because I know everything that he's going to say already, but like, I just love his vibe, uh, his outlook. Um, I, I'm not necessarily a person that resonates with his message as far as grinding all the time. I'm certainly not that type of person. I'm not going to be working 12 hours a day, no matter what, but I will be working towards bigger goals. Um, so, uh, that's number two, number three, um, number three off the top of my head might be a little harder. I don't know. I might have to think about that one for a second. Um, I don't know if I really care as much about as some like a world leader or uh, historical figure. Maybe like a historical figure, actually. Maybe like uh, yeah, there you go. <clears throat> maybe like a George Washington or someone. I don't know. Someone, someone back in the day, yeah, who had who had online influence in person and just did you know because it's the same type of thing. You know, they build up a following and online and influence is just in person, but it's the same type of tactics. I'm sure that, you know, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, you go and talk to them. I'm sure they're giving first. They're talking to you. They're giving you, you know, valuable advice, um, direction, et cetera, just in a little different way. But that's just, that's just kind of how it is. Maybe, maybe that. No doubt. Hey, or, or maybe, maybe an actor. I don't know. I, th third one, I'm going to wash it. So yeah, say Tiger uh, and Gary. <laughs> Tiger and Gary for sure, man. No, that's a, it's it's tough to narrow it down like that, man. But I like to ask that question to all my guests, man. And, uh, no, that's a great list, man. That's a great list there. But man, it's it's it's. Uh, I, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Before we go, can you go tell the good people where they can find you, connect with you? Um, go ahead and give them your yeah, sure. Uh, you the podcast is called New Age Influencers. You can just you can stream it on any podcast streaming services. You can tell Alexa to to find it. She'll find it. Um, I'm also doing some stuff, some new things for podcasters specifically. Uh, NewAgePodcasters.com. It's got some resources for you. Uh, but yeah, other than that, on Instagram, you can get to all my accounts through the podcast account, which is New Age, Influ New Age Influencers Podcast. There it is. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Aaron Patton, go check him out. You just heard where to go find him. Follow him. You will be, uh, you certainly won't be disappointed. He will make you a better podcaster, better social media presence, all that good stuff. Aaron, man, I want to thank you so much for taking the time, man. And I know you're a busy, man. But uh, yeah, I can't thank you enough, man. Hey, thanks for having me on. It was fun. Of course, of course, man. You're always welcome back. Who knows, maybe in the future we'll get you back on, man. But uh, good luck to you. I'll keep following you and keep uh, keep an eye on, man. I'm going to keep picking your brain. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, there it is. Aaron Patton, host of the New Age Influencers Podcast. Go follow him. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Or if you're on YouTube, once again, if you're on the audio platforms, thank you so much. Don't forget to follow us, like, follow, uh, share, all that good stuff. Leave us a rate, review, subscribe on YouTube. Um, but until then, for Aaron Patton, I'm Double A here on the Social Nostra Network. We'll see you guys next time here on Profile Pod TV. And always remember to take it easy.